Hey guys, and welcome back to my podcast, Inner Monologue, with me, Olivia Neal. I'm so excited for this episode. I have had like the most amazing week and I have so much to talk about, but I'm also feeling a little bit shit. I can't lie. But recording this podcast just makes me feel so much better, so I can't wait to chat your ear off for the next half hour. Okay, so before we get into the main topic of this podcast today, I thought I would just let you know what's been happening. I feel like it's been quite a busy week for me because obviously I haven't spoken to you in a week and quite a lot has gone on. So I feel like I've got quite a lot to update you on. I'm also recording this from bed because I am a little sicky boy. I am a little Victorian child with ailments. I literally feel so ill. Not even that ill. I'm not even going to get into it because I'm literally just being dramatic. I love being dramatic. If you can tell, I love complaining. Sometimes I feel like I literally complain as a profession. It's just, I love just feeling sorry for myself. And so do you, like, don't lie. I know everyone loves feeling sorry for themselves. Sometimes, like, this is terrible, but sometimes, like, I wish I get, like, a cold or, like, I wish I get food poisoning. <laughs> I'm literally a psychopath. Like, whenever I was younger, I would literally, but also to miss school, but I just loved, like, when my mom would give me so much attention and I got to lie in bed all day and not feel guilty about it or not get judged for it and just, like, have food delivered to my bed and my mom would, like, Okay, that, this is such, this is so bad because also like I know how horrible it is to be sick and like every time I'm sick, I'm like, I wish this upon myself. I should have never done this. But sometimes it is just nice to like have a break and lie down and not feel guilty about it. So I am using this in scenario where I am a little bit sick uh, to just absolutely milk it and lie in bed for the next three days. But I also just love recording this podcast. I love chatting to you. So I thought it might, it might be fun because I have done absolutely fuck all all day. So I thought this would break up the day a bit, break up the the busy day of lying in bed by having a wee chat with you. But anyway, right, back to the little update of what I've been up to. So last time we spoke, I think I didn't have a passport. Am I correct in saying that? I think I am. I didn't have my passport and I was meant to be going on a work trip in a couple of days. Yeah, I was just very stressed out. I didn't have a passport. Uh, but then basically it came in time and I was able to go on my work trip. Also, in the meantime, my dad came over to London because he like brought me the passport with him because it was delivered to Belfast and I needed it in London, obviously. And we had a little night out in London and I have a restaurant recommendation for you. It was amazing. I think it's called Fat Bundit, Fat Pundit. There's one in Soho and there's one in Covent Garden. Honestly, like, I think it's my new favourite London restaurant. It was incredible. If you're coming to London, I know it's, like, Easter. Is it Easter? And, like, it's coming up to summer. You should definitely go there. It was incredible. Cannot recommend enough. Really enjoyed it. Anyway, had a lovely night out with him. Had a lot of margaritas. I also, like, I just recommended that restaurant. And I honestly don't really remember it that much. Like, I was part of the entire dinner. Because me and my dad started drinking at, like, 2pm for some reason. My dad has a terrible influence on me. Anyway, then got my passport, happy days, thank the Lord, and I got to go to Florence with Motel Rocks, and we had such a fun time. I'm trying to, like, really remember what we did. I mean, I just ate a lot of tomato pasta and a lot of Aperol Spritz. What else do you really do in Italy? I mean, there is a lot more things to do, a lot more, like, cultural things to do, but I am honestly going, every time I go to Italy, I'm going for the tomato pasta it's like, I, I edit, I think, six times. I was there for three days. Lunch and dinner, I'm having tomato pasta. There's no two ways about it. It's just how it goes. I was in Florence. It was so, so nice. And what did we actually do? I'm trying to think. There was, like, one day. It was just magical. Well, I was also, like, we were all painfully hungover because we went out one night. We went clubbing. It was so fun. But, yeah, we were a bit hungover. And we went to like the countryside in Tuscany and we all rented Vespers and we 
went round like the Tuscan hills, went to a vineyard, we had wine. I hate wine, but I didn't even care. I drank it because I was just like, this is heaven, this is not real. It was literally like a movie. And then I was enjoying it so much. We were only there for three days. And I have family friends that like, I, my, they're my, like mum and dad's best friends. And they, they obviously lived in Belfast. So like when I was growing up, they were like, I was just always, always around them and they have kids as well. Like we're just family friends. And then they had like a holiday home in Tuscany, like in the countryside, like middle of nowhere. They had a holiday home that they would go to every summer. And then like 10 years ago, they were like, you know what, fuck it. Like, why don't we just move there? So they just moved there. And now all the kids just like go to Italian school and they're all like fluent in Italian. It's crazy. And they just live, like they live their life. And they live in a vineyard and they make olive oil and they grow like every fruit and veg. And like whenever they cook dinner, they just go out to their garden and pick up, like they pick the vegetables and then they just use them. They've got like a pool that looks over the whole, like it's like a valley kind of, of just like olive trees. It's just like, it's heaven. And they have like mopeds that they get around on. It's just, I love it. And they all speak Italian. I'm like, I want this life so badly. Actually, I think, is it my second YouTube video I ever posted on my channel? I, I went, like, when I was, like, 16, I went through a bit of a Casey Neistat era. If you don't know who Casey Neistat is, he's, like, a YouTuber who takes, like, aesthetic vlogs, I guess. He's, like, he's, a, he's like, honestly, like, a filmmaker. Like, I wouldn't even call him a YouTuber. He's incredible. And I just wanted to be him. And I thought I was really, I, had, I thought I had an eye for film. I didn't. Um, <laughs> every time I would go on holiday, I would, like, take these videos that were just kind of shocking. And I don't know why I haven't deleted them off YouTube. I don't know why I even posted them on YouTube in the first place. Because I think they had, about like, three views whenever I posted them. But it's still up there. My, so I think it's like my second video. It's like whenever me and my family went around Italy, and you can actually see when we get to Tuscany and save my family friends. You can see all of us there, and it was just yeah, I, I love it so much. Every time I go, it's like incredible. So we were in Florence. We were having an amazing time. We were literally going home the next day, and I was like, I'm not like I'm not going to London. Like Phil was being looked after completely fine. Like he's the only thing like that would make me go back to London. Obviously, like if I had a like commitment in London, like a an an event or a work thing or a meeting I obviously would have gone back but I was like I have nothing except Phil and Phil's perfectly happy like all he does is sleep and get feds like he'll be fine without me for a couple of days if he's being looked after so I just like you know what I'm gonna extend my trip I didn't get my flight home and I went and stayed with my family friends in the countryside in Tuscany and it was just amazing like I was staying in this little house they have that had no wi-fi and usually like I'd be like oh my god I need Wi-Fi. Like, how am I going to scroll on TikTok for eight hours without Wi-Fi? But it was honestly so nice not having Wi-Fi. Like, I just felt so disconnected from the world. Like, I didn't ring anyone. I didn't text anyone. I went on, like, nice walks around, like, their, like, is it a valley? I don't know. Around the vineyard. And then I went to, like, their little, like, town, which is, like, in, in the middle of nowhere. And everyone only speaks Italian. And I would sit in the square and have Aperol spritz. And I literally, like, I was the main character for three days. I mean, I was the main character in my life anyway for three days. Because sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'm not even the main character in my own life. Like, like I walk with people on Instagram. I'm like, you're the main character of my life at the minute. Like, if I'm sitting in bed doing nothing, there's no way I can be a main character. Like, right now, I am not the main character. Like, I am like, like, I wouldn't even be in the first part of the credits at the, at the start of the movie. I'd be at the end as like extra number five. Like, that's me right now. Like, I am so irrelevant in my life right now. I'm just sitting here like a slob, like a big, lazy slob, sicky slob. Not even sick. Like, I'm just being dramatic. But I was the main character for three days and I will never get over it. I was oh thriving. And it just made me think like, I kind of want to, obviously like renting is so shit. Like I hate renting. You're just throwing away money and you have nothing to show for it at the end of your lease, except just a lot of money lost. So I would love to buy somewhere to live. 
but it's like really expensive and I was just like why why would I buy somewhere in London to live when I could just buy somewhere in Tuscany and move here with Phil maybe I'm just gonna get ahead of myself maybe I'm just caught up in that main character moment but like I'm seriously considering it I want to learn Italian and I want to move to Tuscany in the middle of nowhere tell me not to but (laughs) I'm so super tempted Anyway, uh, that was my past week. I had a lovely time. I'm back now. Got back a couple of days ago with Phil. He was, I was going to say he was very pleased to see me, but he wasn't even like, I do think, okay, he does. Sometimes I feel like do cats, like, do cats form emotional connections to humans, like individually? Because I, I hear a lot of people say like cats only love the people who feed them. And sometimes I think they're right. But no, me and Phil, we're, we're pleased to see each other. We're um on, we're on good terms. <laughs> Why am I speaking about him like he's like my boyfriend? Um, but yeah, I had a had a lovely time. Also, just want to say thank you to Motel Rocks for actually bringing me to Italy. It was so much fun. Like I was there with like all my best friends. We just had like the best time ever. And like off, off, like the whole trip was like I guess for the launch of my collection. So like all my, just like all my friends had to wear <laughs> had to wear um. Like well, they were given my collection from Motel Rocks, and like just seeing all my friends like walk around. Italy wearing my collection oh it just made my heart so full we had the best time it was so wholesome yeah just loved them and also like I guess it's been probably about two weeks since my motel collection launched and like seeing all you guys in it and like seeing everyone like everyone's orders arriving just makes me so happy and I hope you loved it as much as I did and now let's get stuck into this episode Today I just thought we could talk about embarrassing stories and stuff because they make me chuckle your embarrassing stories. I think we've done something kind of similar like icky stories just all that kind of thing. It just makes me giggle like everyone sharing their experiences and me sharing like how I can relate to them and stuff because I feel like we've all like a lot of embarrassing moments we've all had are kind of universal and I want a bit of cheering up because again haven't left bed all day so I think this is going to be good for us. Someone said I farted during the quiet part of a movie in the cinema sitting next to my crush. You know what? You should just like, you should play it off next time. If you fart, just be like, with <laughs> do you know what I mean? At any time I fart like, and it comes out like, Lord, I just try to like play it off, and, like make the same noise with my mouth a few times as if I'm like blowing hair out of my face. Doesn't work. Like I know it doesn't work, but like, I think you can sometimes play it off. You know, if you watch my old videos, I was a big farter. <laughs> There's no way to beat around the bush. I love doing huge farts. And like, they were in all my videos. Like, all my friends would be like, Olivia, like, stop. And sometimes, like, they would smell. And like, I'm not that girl anymore. I don't know what's happened. Maybe like, my body composition has changed slightly. Maybe I've stopped eating something that was making me have like foghorn, like, tremendously loud farts not having them anymore the only farts I have is like so I'll be like really really bloated I'm like always bloated I don't know if it's because like I'm vegan so I eat a lot of vegetables and that kind of makes you bloated but I also eat a lot of like is vegetables fiber I like I eat a lot of carbs like because all I can really eat is like bread and pasta and vegetables that's such a lie I don't know why I just said that (laughs) why am I just lying through my teeth anyway um I do but I do eat a lot of bread pasta and vegetables uh which makes you bloated so the only really farts that I'm doing these days are okay except for the like odd anomaly but it's it's more to just expel like gas it's to make myself less bloated and it's not a big it's it's more like it's it's a gust of wind it's like it's like it's 
smelled like breeze, okay? It's not offensive. They do not smell, okay? I, I cannot stress that enough. They do not smell. It's just, it's just a little... It's so gentle and timid and ginger. I love that word. I keep using it recently, like gingerly. Not actually like ginger the hair color, just like a ginger ginger touch. Do you know what I mean? That is my fart. My fart is a ginger touch. And basically a couple of weeks, months ago, I had a boyfriend and we were like sitting on the sofa. We were watching something on TV and I had to, I was a bit bloated. I'd just eaten pasta or something. I was like, I need to expel this gas. I need to make myself less bloated. So I began learning like the... <sighs> I just squeeze a little bit too hard, okay? Happens. And a little... <laughs> and he just turned to me and I hadn't farted in front of this boy yet. And he was like, what was that? And I was like, you know what? It's just embarrassing because it's not even like I just did a big, mighty fart, which actually could have been kind of funny. I could have played it off. I would have been like, ha, ha, ha. Like, we could have laughed about it. But because it was, it was, it was like such a gentle breeze turned into a ginger little like toot it was just embarrassing it was so embarrassing and I hated it and ever since I've been kind of scared to to do my farts in front of boys just thinking because usually I can get away with it but after that time I was like mm, I need to be care careful now so I was actually with a boy recently and I held in my fart for god knows how long I think almost two days and I started to genuinely like I, I was cramping up and then I saw this thing on my Instagram like on the news being like um this girl ended up in hospital from holding in her farts in front of her boyfriend. And I genuinely, I was like, this is going to happen to me. It got to the point that I couldn't stand up straight. Like, it, the pain in my stomach was immense. Turns out it wasn't from farting. It was actually because I had, like, a, a, a medical problem. Hence the illness. Hence why I'm in bed. But, um... <laughs> I did think that that was going to happen to me. So, girls, just to let you know, you need to, like, find a happy medium. You just need to fart in front of your boyfriend. Whether you get away with it or not, who cares? Anyway, moving on from that. I love talking about farting. It just really, I don't know, makes me giggle. Someone just said, I fainted in school. You know what? Is that even embarrassing? I used to like, this is so weird. I used to like always be like, why Why can I not faint? <laughs> like, I swear everyone has fainted in their life apart from me. I have never fainted. I've always been like jealous of people who have fainted because I just feel like, they just look like they're having the best time. I used to do the fucking fainting challenge to try and make myself faint. It's not the best time ever. It's actually really dangerous to faint. But it's just like, you know, like those girls in school who were anemic and they'd be like, look at my eyelids. And they were so pale. I was always like, fuck, why don't I have anemia? Why don't I have pale eyelids? <laughs> I used to feel so left out. And then one time, like, this is so weird. I was really young and I was like, I used to do like workouts in my room and like my mum knew that like I would always just do like sit-ups and my like, I wasn't gonna like come downstairs and do it in the kitchen and stuff but like that was like my main form of exercise was doing like just be like YouTube ad, ad workouts. Okay, I was like 15 here so I didn't judge me but like, like I was just doing an ad workout and I was like, oh, I wish I could faint. So then I went downstairs and my mum, this was like also the day before school so I thought this might like get me like off school the next day but I went on and I was like, oh my God, mum. I just fainted. I was doing sit-ups and I just I stood up and I fainted and she was feeling like, oh my God, are you okay? Like, you need to drink some water. Like, what was wrong with me? I was seriously not okay. <laughs> like, why would you lie about something like that? I don't know. Kind of fuck. Maybe like that's something like I should talk to your therapist about. But yeah, used to always wish I could faint. So honestly, girl, lucky you. No, don't wish you could faint because that's terrible. You might faint and then hit your head against something which would be not good. But um, yeah, I just remember, I just feel like everyone in the world has fainted except me. Like, tell me what it feels like. Do you feel like you're just going to sleep? Are you like confused when you wake up? I don't know. Just be like, 
it's something I need to experience at least once in my life. I feel like the closest thing I've ever felt to like fainting or passing out because obviously anytime I pass out it's usually because I'm drunk and like it's not actually passing out like I'm not falling to the ground but one time when I got my tonsils out and they put me like to sleep like I feel, I feel like that's what fainting feels like like it was just like my head was just like woo. also that was like morphine that was not like a natural faint trigger warning emetophobia for this one Someone said vomiting in the school corridors has to be up there. That is, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let you know that is kind of embarrassing. I actually vomited in the airport the other day. It happens. Traveling hungover is not the one. But yeah, when you were in primary school, right? Tell me this: if you if you threw up in the corridors, which happened frequently, because when are primary school children not throwing up? Do you know what I mean? I can't remember the last time that I threw up. It was because I was hungover. Whereas like when I was when I was in primary school, I was throwing up every week. Why was I throwing up? What was going on with me? Like I, it was everyone, everyone in my class was like just like sicky little primary school children. But whenever you threw up in the corridor, did your like caretaker put like these like this pink stuff over it? Because like what, what happened in my primary school was the caretaker would like come and just like it was almost like a pink salt. Himalayan salt. No, it wasn't that. It was like a it was like a pink, it, it was a salt like she would shake it on and she would just leave it there. And like everyone would come out like to like m- like get lunch or whatever, and there would just be like this big thing of sick in the corridor with pink salt sprinkled on top of it. I don't know if they were trying to shame you and embarrass you, but like if you threw up in my school, it wasn't going away for like an hour. Like it was just gonna sit there with this pink stuff on it, and then they'd clear it up. So bizarre. Did that happen to anyone else? Please let me know. I mean, please let me know what that was. I hope that's a universal thing and not just what I experienced. But one time when I was, I was in work. I I used to work at a cafe, and. It was the day after St. Paddy's Day and I had dance in the morning because I used to always have dance rehearsals on Sunday mornings before like big competitions because I used to do dance. I don't know if I ever told you that. After dance, I would then have to go to my job. It was like my, my, one of my first jobs when I was like 16. It was at a cafe. My mum gave me, I was I was painfully hungover, but also not the kind of hungover that my mum would let me lie in bed because I was also too young to be hungover. So she'd be like, well, this is what it's like. If you want to get drunk like an adult, you have to, you have to do things. Um, I had, I had to go to dance. I had to go to work. But anyway, she gave me this like sandwich and it was like a fajita sandwich, which like, why would you ever do that to someone who's hungover? But I was starving. I'm still to this day, anytime I get hungover, I'm always starving. Like I'm a hung, I'm an eater. I'm, I'm such an eater when I'm hungover. I don't understand people who can't eat. It's like, you know, Kate Elizabeth, one time, like, she stayed over and we, we all woke up because we were like we'd been drinking the night before we all woke up and I, I made myself like avocado and beans on toast and like and she was like sitting there a bit like oh I don't know how you do that and I was like bitch it's a fucking breakfast like it's not that extreme and when we were in Florence like we were all like we were all hung over and we were, like talking about how much food we could, like we want to eat and Kate was like yeah I will never get over it when Olivia made that absolute feast after we were hung over and I was like Kate it was avocado toast stop shaming me for my hungover eats Anyway, <laughs> like, how is that? How is that a feast? I eat that every morning because now I feel bad about what I eat every morning. But anyway, not getting into it, Kate. <laughs> um, yeah, so I ate this fajita sandwich because I had nothing else and I was starving. I get into work after dance and I was just sat there like sweating, just absolutely sweating. And then, you know, when you start sal- salivating in your mouth and I was like, here we go. So I was like, I think I've got tonsillitis. And and they were like, what? And like, they could just so obviously tell I was so hungover. Like I was pale, sweating and shaking. Like it was the most hungover little child I've ever seen in my life. I was like, yeah, I think I've got tonsillitis. Like I need to go. And they were like, uh, okay. To be honest, also I was 16. Like I wasn't even doing that much. I wasn't allowed to make coffee. So the only thing I could do was like 
what I was like washing glasses and stuff. So it's not like I was a vital person of their team. So they let me go home. So I grabbed my stuff and I started to walk out the door. But as I was walking out the door, like I was like, you know, the wee hiccup you do, uh, the wee burp you do before you throw up, it happened. So I needed to get away from this cafe as quick as possible because because they couldn't see me be sick because my excuse here to get out of work was that I was I had tonsillitis and that it's, it, I couldn't like, I don't know, couldn't speak or couldn't breathe or something. So they saw me throw up that it was going to blow my cup. So I, I had to walk away from this cafe as quick as possible. But like it. It just, I blew, I blew like a cannon. I started throwing off like projectile. But this is like anyone who lives in um, Belfast, this is like the Lisburn Road. Like it's like a, it's a pretty busy road. This was a Sunday afternoon. Like that's, that's prime time for this road. It's like where all the cafes are that everyone goes for lunch. I was just walking briskly down this road being sick. I didn't even stop to lean over. I was just, I was just being sick. And then like walking into it. I wasn't turning back for anyone. I wasn't stopping at the side of the road. I was just being sick as I walked. It was one of the weirdest things I've ever done in my life. Um, <laughs> don't know if I got away with it. I mean, I quit the, like the job like literally the week after. But also, it was just a fajita sandwich. It was a fajita sandwich sick. I think my mum was sabotaging me there. Someone said in the first driving lesson, I went to grab the gear stick and grabbed my instructor's leg. <laughs> That's really funny. Isn't it so weird, like, the relationship you have with your driving instructor? Because, like, you're with them. Like, well, for me, anyway, I, I, like, try to pack it all in so I could pass as quickly as possible. But I was with him for, like, three or four hours a week. And, like, we would just talk about everything. And then I just never saw him again. Kind of weird, but also like on my first driving lesson, basically my birthday was in September and my mum had literally like illegally taught me how to drive that summer. Is it that legal? I don't really know. But I was just like, it's just, why would you spend all that money making a driving instructor teach you how to drive whenever your mum can't? Wait, that's so illegal. Pretend I didn't say that. But like we were just in car parks and stuff and like in the driveway, she was teaching me how to drive just so that I had a bit of a head start. So she would have to spend less money with the driving instructor. And um, like, I think I, I did like, nine lessons which is like I think actually pretty standard anyway but uh just for like maneuvers and stuff he had to teach me but I already knew how to drive but anyway so here I go into my first lesson I was on my birthday actually and I was so cocky I was a cocky little shit I was like yeah yeah I know how to drive and he's like oh well that's gonna be perfect then like can you just um can you like start the car obviously stalled first time stalled he's like okay so you don't know how to drive and I was like this is humiliating. I don't want to ever do this again. Also, like when we were in um, Italy there with motel, and when I was telling them when the like little Vespa, like the scooters are all in Tuscany. We basically like the plan was that like this company had arranged like all these men to drive the Vespas, and then we would just sit in the back and like put our arms around them because like I don't think motel had said any of us knew how to ride a moped, and. We got there and I was just like, you know what? I don't want to sit here for like two hours with my arms around some like old Italian man. I mean, they weren't even old. They were actually really lovely. I actually loved those guys. Had a great time with them. But um, I was like, I'm not like, this is not that fun. So I just went, is there any possibility of driving my own? I have never driven a moped. I think I've been on one once or twice, maybe. I've never driven one. Never driven anything like it. The closest thing I've driven to is an electric scooter. And they were like, yeah, well, have you got experience driving mopeds? And I was like, yeah. Like, so, like, literally, I said yes to the question mark at the end of it. Like, it was the most, like, unconvincing thing. And they were like, okay, well, let's see then. And I was like, fuck. I just thought they were just gonna, like, let me do it. But I had to, like, show them how I could do it, like, how I, like, how I had experience. 
So then I had to start doing like laps around the car park, showing them I could do it. And like, it was the most like fluky thing ever. Luckily, I was naturally amazing. <laughs> no, I actually, well, I had a real knack for it. And now I want a moped. But anyway, um, I was fine. And then like, Kate was like, well, if Olivia's doing, then I'm going to do it. But Kate actually has driven a moped before. I think she drove one, drove one in Thailand or Bali or something. I don't know. She's she's all over the place, that girl. Um, but she's driven one loads of times. So she was really good at it. And then Lewis, I don't think he wanted to like, go on his own but if me and Kate where he obviously had like was gonna say like can I have a go and he was just like I swear if he listens to this, this is gonna kill me but he was the most like he was so uncomfortable like he could not I, I, he just like I think he was a bit scared and uh, the whole time like he was doing laps like showing the guy that he had experience doing it the guy was like I'm not sure about this one like I don't know about this one and then I started getting really scared that like I don't know but anyway he, he he got away with it somehow and we all drove our own mopeds and then like when we started driving the mopeds we were all driving in like a long line and <laughs> there was like a five minute gap in between the last person and then Lewis like Lewis was at the very back five minutes behind because he was just so terrified and I was like this is my fault this is all my doing I just peer pressured this boy like he was so uncomfortable but we all had an amazing time he had an amazing time too I really want one but also it's like when, when would I ever use one in London kind of icky I don't know I kind of see it the same way as like someone riding an electric scooter in London like this is my thing. I love electric scooters. Okay. I think they're amazing. They're so much fun. But they like, uh, whenever I'm on it, I feel amazing. But whenever I see someone else on it, I'm like, oh, that's a bit icky. Actually, it's more boys. I feel like electric scooters are for girls only. <laughs> no, they're not. And you know what? They're an amazing way to get around because like driving is so annoying and like Ubers are so expensive and like finding parking spaces and all. And like, I'm not really ne- that near a tube station. I am. I'm 10 minute walk away, but I'm just so dramatic and I don't really like walking that much. Well, you know what? Whenever I go on walks, I feel like amazing. I feel like I'm on top of the world. It's like, oh, you cannot beat a hot girl walk. Put your earphones in, listen to a podcast and go on a walk or even better, listen to like Azealia Banks and like you will be like strutting around. And I feel amazing whenever I do that. But I just like, I don't know. I'm <laughs> just so lazy, essentially. So um, electric scooters are really good for that. But I don't know. Sometimes they just like really ick me out. Like if I was like waiting for a boy and we were like going on a date and I was like waiting outside the restaurant and he showed up in an electric scooter, it'd be done. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I've just got this weird thing against them. Someone said, ask for a boy's insert. And when he went to type on my phone, he could see it already gone on it. This has happened to me so many times. Actually, if I, this actually happened to me like the other way around recently. I went on this boy's phone. We were in his car and I was going to play something on Spotify and I went on and imagined he'd be listening to my podcast can you imagine can you fucking like the shit I talk about on this like I just I kicked off this episode talking about how I'm expelling farts silently like like, constantly (laughs) it's so bad and when I saw I just like quickly went off Spotify I was like oh like it makes me so uncomfortable like please boys do not listen to this ever I mean that's happened to me so much do not worry like obviously like you're gonna stop people in fact I was actually I love like I, I saw like such a little slag here but like this is like months apart I was like seeing someone I was at their house and I made this TikTok because like we were watching Criminal Minds or I was watching Criminal Minds like something came up on my TikTok and it was like the sound of it reminded me because like you know how they investigate a lot of Criminal Minds it just like reminded me of like me just like stalking any boy I ever even like have an interest in and I made this TikTok, I think it's on my, my private TikTok, about me, like, stalking boys, like, finding their house on Zoopla and, like, how much it sold for in 2012, like, their dad's LinkedIn, all this kind of stuff, like, to the, like, to the Criminal Minds theme tune. 
and I posted it and I just like didn't really think that this boy would see it and like a couple minutes later he was scrolling on his for you page and I just heard the criminal minds theme tune and I'm like oh fuck <laughs> and I was like oh no I, I didn't do that to you like I was just joking like I wouldn't I, like I haven't even looked you up <laughs> I had obviously obviously I looked him up but can you imagine I had um yeah I don't know why I would post that at a boy's house that was a big rookie error I just didn't think it would come up on his for you but like the gods were against me that day the tiktok gods were against me okay I am kind of cringing at myself now so I'm gonna end this episode now but I hope you enjoyed listening I'm gonna go back to being sicky in bed I can't wait um, but yeah I hope you enjoyed and I will see you next week love you bye Inner Monologue is a Spotify original podcast produced by Spirit Studios with Raymond Tanner as my producer. Make sure to follow Inner Monologue so you never miss an episode and don't forget to DM me your questions for next week. Lots of love, Olivia.